Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Creative Cloud. Amanda here. Before we delve into the video, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe, and most importantly, share. With me today, I have artistic people. To my left, I have Anaka. She's into Hello. painting and everything artsy. And then I have Uchena. He's also an artist. And then yep. I have Nana. She is into doll fashion, which is a little bit unusual, but then we'll get to know more about it. And she's also does a little bit of craft. So happy Independence Day, people. Um, yeah. Yeah. So before we move on, what, I mean, Nigeria is 59 years old today. So how do we feel? Wow, 59 years, that's a long, that's a long time since celebrating independence. And there's a lot of um, ups and downs, but you know, Nigeria, just like Fela said, we are always um, optimistic um, despite the odds, you know, we believe somehow that we are, we are going to get there. So I'm guessing that I'm urging everybody to like, you know, get, get ready for the work to be done because the future can be brighter and better. Yeah. Okay, so we, before we continue the video, right? Yeah. Um, we're going to come up with a safe word. Yeah. And now the reason why we're coming up with that safe word is because often at times people tend to like go on and on. Even myself, I can tend to go on and on. So yeah. you give a safe word and then I mentioned the safe word. Just know that it's time to round up what you're saying. So let's okay. form a safe word together. Should we use fruits, colors, food? Colors. Okay. Okay. Red. Okay. Red. Okay. Do I agree, red? How about yeah, cranberries? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Cranberry, okay. red. Red, fine. Yeah. Okay, red is fine. So, ladies, how do we feel about Nigeria? Well, I feel Nigeria is a blessed country. We're really, really blessed with uh, many natural resources and human resources, but. <sighs> We'll get there someday. There's a bug okay, there. Okay, so do you feel like Nigeria actually um, um, like promotes creativity? Yeah, I feel. There's a lot of creative people out On there. a scale of 1 to 10. I'll say 8. 8? Eight. <laughs> yeah. I wish I because the, thing, the funny thing is, um, sometimes, I don't know if, it's, it, if, if it covers all areas, but then sometimes we find, that, we find out that when people go out to maybe buy art or buy sculptures or buy things. Yeah. It's mostly, even in Nigeria, it's mostly the white people or foreigners buying people's work. But then we, the locals, we actually don't buy these works. So would we still say on a scale of one to 10, it's eight? Yeah, yes. I, I would say that because things have changed. Art is more appreciated now in Nigeria. It was not like before when, if you say you want to study art or you're an artist, <laughs> or you want to be a musician or an actress or yeah. a footballer, people look at you like, ah, you need to go to school and study law or, you know, uh, medicine. Or, it's, it's not like that anymore. Um, people in the arts are making money, they're advancing and, you know, everything is going on well. So I don't think people are so, you know, skeptical about their children studying yeah. anything yeah. in the arts. So for you, your parents were not skeptical when you went mm -hmm. into So how did you start? Well, in fact, I 
was always coming first in every art course in from primary school, secondary school, till I got to university. Wow. And then my dad saw that when when I was going to write Jamb, I chose um, business administration. Okay. But my dad said I should choose fine arts. I knew I was very good with art, but I said, well, I'm already good with art. I just want to do something different from, you know, this. But he said, you, you've been taking first in all your arts um, courses from primary school to secondary school. And now you want to go to university. I'm telling you to choose art. I are telling me you want to go for business administration. It happened. I wrote the jam. I still chose business administration first because that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. And then fine arts second. But when, um, and my jam was uh, pretty good because I scored 200 and something, wow. over 220. So I still got fine arts. Oh, interesting. Yes. <laughs> so for your undergrad, you did fine arts. And then yeah. for your master's, because I know you're doing a PhD now. Yeah. And so for your, for your master's, you did arts. Yeah, I did master's in arts. And then, and then my PhD, I'm doing... So so it's like a long stretch because you're, you did undergrad yeah. at, and then now, like you did master's at, and now you're doing... Isn't it like a long stretch? Well, to me... It's or is it because you have the passion, so it doesn't really feel... To me, it's not that long because after school, I got into business. Yeah. Yeah. I first of all, started working with telecoms, with Globacom. Okay. I worked with Globacom for a while. Then I moved into printing, branding, advertising. Yeah. And then before I now went back and did my master's and then now I'm doing PhD. So to me, it's not, it's not so long. It, I've, I've delved into different aspects of... Um, Interesting. So Nana, tell us like why doll fashion? How did you even get into that? Because it's not... Do you make dolls? No, I don't. Okay, because it's but not, it's, it's, it might be common, yes, yeah. but then in Nigeria, it's not really. I know, mm, I know. So, why doll fashion? I, how did you even get into it? Uh, for me, right from when I was smart, I always make clothes and dolls. Like, when I, even later on, when I was a bit older, when I go to my friend's house and I see their kids, like, you know, seeing dolls with no clothes on, and then I'm like, oh. I can make something for it. So I'll just pick it up and like, okay. So from there, like my little cousins, all of them always coming up to me. Oh, please can you make clothes for my doll? Make clothes for my doll. So I started doing that. From there, I started with the doll houses as well, yeah. you know, craft. And then eventually craft, all the things came into place. But right from when I was small, I've always been like into hard drawing, sketching and things. So it's all been like part of me. So sense. how long have you been doing it for? Do you do, okay, so you do it professionally now? I do, yeah. I do the craft thing professionally. Yeah, so like how for long photo shoots. doing the craft thing professionally? I would say uh, three years. It was just, it, was, it wasn't planned to do it professionally, yeah. actually. Uh, I was just making, I was trying out this craft I saw online, like paper flowers. So that was when Snapchat first came. So I was like, I videoed what I did. And then a friend of mine must have seen the flowers and she was like, oh, please, do you sell this? And I'm like, no, nah, I don't. And she was like, oh, but what if I need? Can you make some for me? And then she had a baby shower for that weekend. Yeah. So she was like, oh, can you make some for me? And I was like, okay. So I got into it, made the paper flower for the for the baby shower then. And um, so the picture actually went viral and stuff. So from there, people started calling me. And that was how it started with the props. Like people just come up to me, can you make this? I'm like, oh, once I look at it, I'm like, yeah, I could. 
So from there, and that was how it started for me, really. So I know you were working in school. Yeah. And then um, you're working as an art teacher, yeah, pretty actually. Oh, well, really? I do, yeah. I actually thought, actually I, thought you were working. <laughs> because I did business management. I never did anything. I didn't think I was going to actually do this for yeah. you know, But later on in school, I started helping out with the um, notice board and placing things around the school. I do things just generally like, it wasn't my, but I do, they know that I do things for them. Like, yeah. the light, uh, the wall displays and classes, I do all of that. So would you so, say you'd like to open, like, a, a mini, um, how do I even put it? Like a craft studio? Yeah, craft I would space. love, to, I would love to. And uh, even during the summer, I organized a few, you know, summer lessons for kids. And the turnout was great. I really enjoyed that. So I was thinking, okay, I could actually have a craft, maybe a craft studio. The kids can come in, maybe weekends or something. Yeah, learn a bit. Sorry, that's 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 <laughs> lovely. That's really really lovely. So Uchina, I met you at Gab, and yeah. honestly, because okay, so for those of you who don't know, Gab is mm, how do I put it? It's, it's a gathering of it's a gathering of of creatives. Yeah, creatives. So. It's a gathering of creatives, and then we come with let's say they pull up a question for the day. Yeah. And then everybody just contributes. And then we have people who are doing poetry, singing, rapping, and all sorts. And as the conversation was going on, yeah. he was sketching out everything. So all the points that were being made, everything, he was sketching out everything into um, a sheet of paper. And then by the time he came out, like all the ideas yeah. that were said were literally on that board. And I was like, wow. wow. I definitely have to <laughs> I have to call him because it was it was it was mind blowing. So how did you get into or how did you even start? Yeah, have you been doing it since you were younger or did you go to school? Uh, yeah, I always I've always loved stories and pictures and illustrations. So whenever I see them, I'm always attracted to them. I'm like, one day I'm going to learn this. I was actually um taught how to draw from by I think he's an architect. Uh, stays around me when I was a little boy. So the guy makes drawings and and all. I'm like, how do I get to? Because I've tried drawing at a at a time, but came up with some crappy stuff. I just wanted to get to like to to get to to translate what was it what's in my head out there. But the guy asked me to get a sketch pad, get a pen, and start making mistakes and all that. So which was what I did. By the way, sorry to cut you short. This art piece here is actually by Uchena. Yeah, so this is something so similar to what he did at Gab, but it was two people, like yeah, it was like he was literally illustrating like two like a conversation, so two people having a conversation, and then all the ideas that people brought up that day. Yes, put it in and there, so. something about the style is that it's actually a style that I came up with after like um, after like um, maybe working for uh, uh, some years, practicing, trying to experiment. Because yeah. at the time I grew tired of painting the tradition, drawing and painting the traditional way. Yeah. And I grew tired of people saying, looking at my work and they'll maybe associate another person to it. Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff. So, and I actually went inside myself and started thinking about the elements of art. Then I taught lines. Lines, what can I do with lines? Yeah. You understand? You know, so I started working with lines. It took some time before I started getting some nice combinations, which at, uh, after some time translated to, to this. I call it Horiveti. It's a drawing with horizontal and vertical lines. Interesting. Yeah. Nice. That's actually very nice name. Yeah. So what inspires your creativity to everyone? 
what inspires your creativity yeah like um it's what i see images things around me what i see on the news yeah. or my timeline or you know maybe sometimes i ride the bus just to like get the feel of the people you know what they are talking about and yeah so I think I, I find stories in all, the, all all these things and I try so to like... So, so you're yeah. surrounding your environment. Yeah. So what inspires yeah. your creativity? Well, basically, anything can just trigger um, my creativity because most of the time I don't plan on, okay, I'm going to draw this or I'm going to paint this. So it's when I start painting, then ideas start coming. Okay, why don't you add this? Why don't you add this? Why don't you add this? Because I feel any planned work... <clears throat> It's, it kind of limits the artist. Yeah. Because if you say, this is how I'm going to draw these boxes like this, yeah. draw it on a small paper and now transfer it into a big paper, yeah. you'll be limited by... How do you know when a piece is done? A piece is never done. Yeah. Yeah. A piece is never done till the artist says, I want to leave it like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. You so, can... how Just do like you... Just like your baby, you can go for this training, your, your, your child. Okay, what inspires, before we even continue, yeah. what inspires your creativity? Um, I think... Especially when it comes to your dollhouses, because um, there was one time I saw it on your WhatsApp story, yeah. and that's why, that's actually what made me reach out to you, because I'm like, what? I can't believe this. She literally used, like, normal cardboard stuff, used to, like, pack in different things, and then wow. the end product was a dollhouse. And I was like, what? A dollhouse? No, it actually blew my mind because wow. she even drew um, like fake food, all those things. And it was so amazing. So what, inspired, like, what actually inspires you when you do pieces like that? Um, I'll say beautiful because I love anywhere beautiful, anything beautiful. So once I see that, like when I go out and I see a place, I'm like, oh, I just look closely. And I'm like, I can do this. I can create something. You know, even if I can have it for myself, at least let me create it for door and see what it's like. So when I go out, so the things I see around actually inspire me. So do you sell them? Um, no, not for now, basically, because actually I've sold like two, I would say. But, you know, there's a little market for it now, but I just do it. Would you say you, you live in the nearest region, you would actually create stuff and then put yeah. them online for Yeah, sale. I don't mind. Already yeah, in houses. Yes, yes, yes. So have you ever thought of using maybe matchsticks and, and the rest? Um, never thought of it, but I'm thinking, yeah, there are some things you can actually use that for. Maybe when you're trying to create like a chair or something, you can use a craft stick, those, you yeah. know, those ones. But you can use matchstick. It depends on what you're creating at the time. Yeah. You just be like, oh, you can use this. Just look for something around the house that you could use. Because most of the things I do, I look for things around the house I can use, like boxes. I look at a um, pack of biscuits and I'm like, oh, yeah, I can make something out of this. So, so are you open to holding, let's say, classes for people who are interested, not for children? Yeah, for older people. For older people. Or they haven't done yeah. any yet, but yeah, I can. Yeah. Okay, so to the artists in the house, how do you name your art pieces? Um, so when you're done, <laughs> how do you name it? Um, sometimes, um, most of, maybe it depends. Some uh, some art pieces are like sometimes I do commissions. Some people might commission me to do a certain stuff, so I know when I'm done. But like my own, like when I'm expressing myself like telling my own stories it's really it's really hard 
you know sometimes i just have to like say okay let me just give it this most of my title are like placeholders actually you know they're like placeholders because i can uh, I, I can't really say that i i'll have the perfect title for for your work yeah. but i have a theme maybe let me say i'm um, um, my theme is like child trafficking or human trafficking okay. i have that at my mind it i can now um i can now work um research render my artwork but at the end of the day i can just pick a name for it or maybe maybe when i'm maybe when people are talking about the artwork or when i'm in conversation i can just pick any anything yeah how but to me they are just like placeholders okay so how do you pick your art pieces basically work with themes okay so, so yeah is it safe to say all artists work with themes no not all artists no. work okay. with themes. not all artists work with themes for example if there's an exhibition and there's a name or a theme for the exhibition i work with the theme of the exhibition if i'm doing a series of paintings for example i did like um two different series the first one was a lion series. I, um, the lion, I did the lion, I did the lion and the lamb, and then I did the lion and the eagle. The lion and eagle with yeah. wings and all that. So with that, it's easier to, you know, mm -hmm. name your artworks. But sometimes you just paint something and a title just comes. It just comes. Like it just comes. <laughs> yeah. So funny story. I actually went to um okay, I've forgotten the name, but you might probably know it or you might actually know it. It's at National Art Theatre. They have like an art space there. So I actually used to go there to draw. I was I used to draw before actually. I was so interested yeah. in it. Yeah. Also interested. And then I went there and I learned how to draw. Okay, I already I knew how to draw, but I was just enhancing. And then I think everybody's learning process is a bit different. Yeah. So when I got there, I expected to maybe try my hands in different areas. But then I was made to draw portraits for a very long, no, still life, for a very long time. And it was just a little bit, I couldn't take oh. it because concentration is really hard for me. So... I was drawing the same thing week after week after week after week after week. And it just, and then I think they now saw that, okay, I was beginning to get a little bit, I don't know, maybe bored. the, yeah, bored and maybe the zeal I had was, was like reducing. Yeah. So they had to put me into like, um, what do you call it now? Do you call it like real life? Yeah, yeah so i started doing that but then at some point i think so i thought you're just going to spread me around okay try this try this try this try this yeah. and then you come back and you pick what you want to do yeah. and then i was waiting for them to say okay try painting and they didn't say they didn't say anything so i was like okay let me just chill you to be now waiting for them to say try, try um sculpturing but they didn't say anything and then that's how i just yeah because art is very fast yeah, a, a lot of um different types of uh, um areas of art that you can specialize illustration painting what she does and oh by the way she made this for me you just want this thank you so it's a very very cute notepad very cute she actually made a card for my friend's boyfriend on his birthday and it looked like a real <laughs> game pad 
I was so surprised. <laughs> but yeah, her work is really amazing. So for artists, how would you say they should push their work forward? Because if I'm an artist now and then maybe I just finished learning under someone yeah. and I'm done. You know, people don't really like you charging them when they feel like you're just a beginner. So how do I push my work forward? Um, you can use social media. You can um, people can refer you. you so how do you even get that referral? Because some people might just not refer you. Okay, basically you get referrals when you do works for people. When you come, so how do you even get people. to do works for people? Well, you can start with making free small works. When they know you, okay, I do this, I do this, I do this. Or if you don't want to uh, give out your works, you can make works and post them on your uh, on your page, yeah. on um, Instagram, yeah. Facebook, um, um, what's it called, Twitter. Okay. And then so, people see and then call you, please. Oh, I saw your post. Can you do this for me? So you start doing free stuff at first, and then by the time someone says, okay, this is actually not that bad, they now start charging little by little, or you just go in and just charge like your main fee. <laughs> the thing is that there's you can there's go really... in and charge it depends you can go in and charge like my first work yeah. as i said like my friend so i didn't charge her a lot because i didn't even know how much it was going to cost me I was like okay yeah. whatever you can just give me and i can remember paying me just a little token but i was happy doing it because it was something i enjoyed doing anyway yeah. so even then even when i started i wasn't still charging a lot but my friends were like okay you need to know what you're doing now yeah. calculate the statement yeah. So from there. So do you plan on creating dolls? On creating dolls? I thought of it at a time. Like, I think now. Yeah. So how, let's say in five years, yeah. where do you think the whole thing will be? Um, I think it will be bigger than this, by God's grace. And um, hopefully I will have my own doll collection. So we should look forward to your doll yeah. collection. Yes. yes. And then we should look forward to <laughs> a mini art studio. Yes, definitely. That for like both adults and school. young children. Mm, for kids, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. That's lovely. That's lovely. So when you go for exhibitions and all sorts, is it very hard? Maybe you spent a week on, a, on an art piece. And someone buys it off you. I know, yes, money is good, but do you feel sad? Or maybe, let's say, say one, one week, maybe you spend like a whole month creating yeah. something. To all of you, to like creating something, do you yeah. feel sad? Like, oh, I've spent a lot of time creating this thing, and then now someone has bought it. Money is good, yes, I know, I, but yeah. remove the money aspect. <laughs> so someone has bought it, and then I just feel sad parting away with something I've spent so much time doing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, people get Yeah, you create something and you don't want to let go. You're like, oh, but what I do was these, take pictures and just have yeah. it, you know? Yeah, but in the <laughs> first place, in the first place, you created, um, in, in creating artworks, an, an artist has, you need to have this will to like share your, share your art. Because most of the big ups um, um, an artist gets is when people remove the money, because money is just like an after effect of, whatever you're doing. Yeah. Most of the, um, what most artists like is when you maybe appreciate the artwork. Mm. You're like, yeah, I love this, you know, that kind yeah. of thing. Like when, when we, um, during my earlier years, um, coming up in the, practicing art, I gave, the, I, I, maybe I gave out a lot of artworks on the strength of, wow, I love that. I'm like, you love this? Okay, get <laughs> it, you know? So after a while, I realized I'm not making money and all that, you know, so 
that's when the professionalism started coming in. So yeah. I started thinking, let me go into seminars and thinking about my arts, you know, going to exhibitions, studying other maybe um, successful yeah. artists. Okay, so how do you balance nine to five and being an artist? Because like, everyone here is an artist. So how do you balance it? So if you have like a piece that's supposed to be due this week and you're going to work every single day, it's actually very... Well, creative simple. minds do not sleep. Exactly. <laughs> What's your passion? So, yeah. Passion is not... You can't yeah. buy it in the, in the market. Never it's something that you have or you don't have it. You know, that sleepless nights. Yeah. Those are things that you do willingly. Yeah. Mm. It might take some... But there are some people who say, because I want to start something, I'm going to quit my job, and then I'm just going to focus on this thing. Yeah, it's, do you think, it's, it's cool too. Do you but think knowing, that's also a good way? Because some people have realized that when they do that then maybe they don't have money, they don't have anything actually backing them up financially. Yeah. So do you think this is, that's like always the right way to go? Or do you think... Just for to follow your heart. Just to follow your heart. And also, we live in a, in a society where like, the government really doesn't um, do much to like, support the arts, apart from what people are doing in the private sector. Yeah. If not, people can um, comfortably say, let me just practice art. Solely. Full time. Yeah, exactly. Just like they do in other countries. But in Nigeria here, if you practice art solely, either you have some people backing you up, some yeah. big wigs with money or all that, or, or you, you have to like work for some time. And then see. Save your money yeah, yeah. and be spending time, sleepless so, but, nights and all that. Okay, so do you guys feel like you're going to go into art full time? Yeah. Like not have any nine to five? nothing nothing just going full-time and say okay i'm going to do this and then this is the only thing i'm going to do i don't think so because <laughs> to the best of my ability i would find every means of making income do you understand to the best of my ability it's good to have different streams of income coming yeah. in you can't say okay I'm, I'm an artist so i'm going to only do art or i'm a this yeah. you're limiting yourself yeah and also when we define art and say art we need to know what we're talking about because also making money is Arts too. Yeah. How? It's creativity. Explain. Knowing how to like put businesses together, that's that creativity, creativity too. Okay. Putting papers, you know, like the way you do, bringing, knowing things that match. In the same way with someone knowing that um, there's a supply and demand here, bring it together. Exactly. Well, just like he said, creativity yeah. is when you conceive the idea. When you conceive, you, a creative person doesn't just stop at being creative. After mm -hmm. conceiving the idea, you move into innovation. Yes, by implementing the idea. Exactly. But okay, I had, I had a conversation on Sunday. So I went for a show. I had a conversation on Sunday with some people. And then they were talking about how, you know, you start on a small scale. Yeah. And then you're doing really well. Because when you're doing by passion, like everything that comes out is just so beautiful. Yeah. And then when money now comes in, when you start getting money from it, people like, the passion dies down. The 100% that you give is 100% anymore. Maybe you give like... 80, 70, yeah. 60, or something. So, this yeah. money talk, yeah. yeah, is it still valid? Mm -hmm. It is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and at, at the end of the day, it's, it's a process. The, the artist you are, or you were when you were, maybe like maybe five years ago or ten years ago, is not the artist you are now. Exactly. You know, you keep. Like all those artists now, they don't even spend time on their work again. They'll just take pen or color and just splash. <laughs> no, truly. And don't call if you go now they'll tell you a hundred dollars. 
yeah. $100,000. Because that person has, has found a niche. Exactly. Yes. You know, he has found some people that maybe actually <laughs> buys into that. So, so it, it takes some level of creativity to even, think, yeah. even do that too. Okay, quickly. So what's the hardest part when you're trying to create a case? Yeah, my hardest part is starting. <laughs> so why is it hard? But when I start. But why is starting yeah. hard? Starting is hard because it's hard to decide what I actually want, want to do. To... You, you have to pick your topic. Yeah. So starting is... It's really hard. The... Sometimes I want to start a painting. I just keep pushing. Okay, no. I just push. But by the time I start... Okay, so what, what's, what's the, hardest the hardest part? Um, like, I wouldn't... Okay, starting, as she said, but I think time as well, because you hardly have time to do what is... Because there are a lot of things in one's head yeah. and you're trying to put that and you have other people saying, do this, do that. So the time, I think it's actually the time. Okay, so quickly, when creating a dollhouse, when do you know you're done creating a dollhouse? Uh, huh? Just, is it, is it when you're satisfied? When I'm satisfied. Because you still see me putting one little piece there, here and there, here and there. But once I'm satisfied, yeah. once I look at it and say, okay, yeah, it's nice. Sometimes yeah, you might think that yeah. one, that's what you're about. Sometimes you might think that you're done. Then you go out, come back. As she said, do you know sometimes my hardest part is the signature? <laughs> <laughs> I have okay. written, like, as, as, and I've signed like over 10 times. I'll clean it. I'll like, no, I don't like this signature. Uh -huh. mm. well, and I said, it's too big. And I'll clean it. It's too small. Yeah, and I'll clean it. It's just too little. Just later. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So that always happens to me. <laughs> okay, nice, lovely. Um, so, uh, okay, we're actually up. Okay, so thank you very much. Unfortunately, we actually have to end here. I have like a lot more to ask, but then we're running out of time. So, maybe we'll have you on in the nearest future. But then, thank you for coming on. I really, really had fun. Lovely chats, lovely conversation. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yes. So, Thank you very much for watching this episode. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. And most importantly, share. Your handles will be in the description below. 